0: Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start.
1: Kablens is holding on. Cut,
0: glory for Kablens. But it is all heart style Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in.
1: Green light is on for the Green light on podcast.
0: Extraordinary results at Sandown Park last Saturday night for the biggest night of greyhound racing of the year. And here on the Green Light on Premier Racing Podcast, we're here to break it all down and take a look at what was a, a wonderful night, the Dream Chasers Festival rolling on and talk about Dream Chasers. The the dream for Jack Strutt winning a bold trace, Yachi Bale for Team Dalbridge in their first Melbourne Cup, and the sports bet showdown did not disappoint. We're gonna recap all of that in just a moment. It's great to be back on Thursday night, I must say, for Sandown Park. We're gonna preview the meeting on the First of December, I was going to say the 31st of November, everybody knows I'm not very good with with, uh, the calendar and dates, but uh, there's only 30 days in November, so December 1 for Greyhound Racing this Thursday night. Obviously the Silver Chief kicks off as well this week, and then we lead up to the Phoenix and obviously the Sale Cup uh, at Group 1 level on Boxing Day evening, there will be a bonus episode for that, so don't go anywhere on the number one podcast. Run of the week. Run of the week's a bit of a recap. How could you not have a few runs of the week on Melbourne Cup night? We'll start with the big one. One of the greatest Melbourne Cup come from behind victories, I can recall. And, and here is how Yachi Bale came from nowhere to claim the most prestigious greyhound race there is, the Melbourne Cup.
1: Set to run the Sportsbet Melbourne Cup final of 2022. They're ready, set. Racing, even line, speed in the centre from Fernando Mick. Courses wide. Plaintiff's got a paddock to drive through underneath it. They get clear on Paddy Watts, Pats and Titan Blazer. Behind them was Yachi Bale. On the inside was El Dorado. Clear then of Zippy Tesla. Vice Grip second last. Patty wants Pats last. Plaintiff took the lead off the back from Fernando Mick. Behind them was Titan Blazer. Running on was Yachi Bale. Plaintiff in front. Fernando Mick's coming again flying Yachi Bale Yachi Vale! Yachi Vale over the top has
0: won the world. what an amazing race you almost get shivers just listening and recapping that finish uh, plaintiff going for home Fernando Mick grabbing him and then Yarchi, about eight off the rail just launching down the middle extraordinary result you have to give kudos to the winner runners up outstanding Fernando Mick and plaintiff did everything he could jump well held the rail at the end, Yachi Bale just too strong. It was a memorable Melbourne Cup. And I think if you reverse the draw of Yachi Bale and Zippy Tesla, I think Zippy Tesla could have been right there in the finish. He uh, he just got stuck early on the outside of the eventual winner of the race. And that's that's the Melbourne Cup though. What a what a race it was and, and, and Yachi Bale just making it his with a, a five twenty four to the first peg. I don't think there would have been too many Greyhounds that have been able to win a Melbourne Cup only recalling 5.24 to the first mark. And then there was the bold trees.
1: Racing good speed out from Untapped, and Untapped is going to lead to the first turn from quarter, on its outside. Lakeview Patsy gets up to second now. Behind them was Golden Quest. On the inside of it, Corboard Magic. Well back was Moraine Susie. And then Amani Bale and Stagger out Leah's last. Untapped leads the way by two on quarter in second. Third was Corboard Magic running on. Clear of Golden Quest. Well back Lakeview Patsy. And then came Moraine Susie's a mile off them. Off. The back straight still untapped the leader. Trying to get it was quarter on the outside. Corbon Magic. Then Golden Quest untapped into the straight. Out deep corborn magic charging stagger out Lee. Wow! Stagger out Lee's come from lasted one.
0: Wow, what a what an amazing run that was. Daniel Hibbert just described it perfectly. Uh, with the word wow, as Stagger Out Lee was able to come from last and win the bold trees in the in Boldtree style, a credit to Jack Strutt, young trainer from, from Wagga in his sixth year of university, um, only recently got his trainer's licence, won his first race at Weddy Park just recently, which is a huge tick to win a metro race, and then to go down to Melbourne and win a Group 1 bold Tree's after winning the Wagga Marathon, just a, an incredible story, and yeah, well done to... Uh, to Jack Strutt and the whole family. I think they say they, they strut in and then they stagger out. And as it turned out, they staggered out of Sandown Park with a Group 1 trophy in the bold trees. And then, of course, there was the match race. Now, I, I don't think from a, a betting perspective, the match races are always the greatest thing for the corporates and for the bookmakers. But I, I think there's such a... A positive thing for greyhound racing. Such a promotional piece. And when you see greyhounds like Wow She's Fast and Amron Boy come together, the crowd and the atmosphere of the match race being there on track was, I think, equal to the Melbourne Cup. Now, that's saying something. Uh, The putters love it. And this was an, an extraordinary match race in its own right. An extraordinary race in its own right with Wow She's Fast getting there from Amron Boy in a rib tickler.
1: Racing Wow, she's fast, jump really well. Wow, she's fast, and Amron Boy to the post the first time. They get into the turn, and Wow, she's fast, leads. Wow, she's fast in front of Amron Boy, who's still got the rail, but goes back a length and a half. They went 5-12 to the first marker. Wow, she's fast, two in front. Amron Boy's got to find. He now starts to lift. They turn. Wow, she's fast. Amron Boy's coming. She's coming, but... Johnny, Well, she's fast wins. Beats home, Emron Boy.
0: Well, she's fast. Uh, I guess you look back now and you say, how was she $2.50 or thereabouts in a match race? But uh, just uh, a wonderful match race, really. Emron Boy, I, I feel was something beat in the race. He's had a... A gut-wrenching three or four weeks, Amron Boy Probably should have been in the Melbourne Cup. I think if he drew the draw Titan Blazer had in the Melbourne Cup, the Greyhound who defeated him in the heat, I think he could have won the Melbourne Cup final. And then he turns up in the showdown, gets beaten by the the best Greyhound in the nation uh, for the last six months. Wow, she's fast. And uh, goes down by one-fifth of a length in 29-14. Quicker time than the Melbourne Cup. So, and... Checked over, here was a length and a half. So it's been tough viewing Amron Boy, but uh, I think just uh, a real pat on the back to Jackie Greeno, where wow, she's fast, and Amron Boy. Uh, they put on one hell of a race, that's for sure.
1: Thursday's preview.
0: Thursday's preview forgot to mention Jason Adams I've given him the week off this week in case you're wondering where the great man from Sandown Park is uh, 12 races 12 winners simple as that let's go through this race one on with number two Starburst Candy led up recently over the 600 at the Meadows 904 and um, I think if she can lead um, first start over the 500 here at Sandown but she's raced over the middle distance so she can get to the front early gonna take a hell of a lot of catching uh, race One at number two, race two on with eight trending Wanda. Race three going two wrote the script. Had a nice freshen up down at Geelong. Won well at Bendigo five starts ago. Good country form. Uh, Close eye on the seven. Steal your style. Who ran a belting race last time at Shepherd and behind Action Girl. Just a tricky draw to uh, to deal with. Race four, I'm with two, Amron Lass. Race five, number seven, Zara Ivan was reserve in the Melbourne Cup. Uh, comes out in a grade four, so looks well placed. Race number six, I'm pretty keen here on Kelsey Bale. I think the one and two will show speed. Um, if Kelsey can track to third, it'll be hard to beat. Race number seven is an absolute raffle. Not sure who to go here. Might have a very small each-way play on the five, Aston Marvel, but it's... a uh, A very, very hard race. You'd love to be able to bet live in the run. Race 8, I'm with 2, Levitation. Race 9, my best bet of the night at value here, number 8, Little Critter. Um, I just think this greyhound runs best when she can cross and lead. Um, Probably lacks a little bit of mid-race pace, but she does just sort of keep on one-batting. And I think if she's in front early, uh, she'll give us a good run for the money. The five will jump and go left as well. So I think Little Critter's got the speed to cross and lead. 6.50 marked in the watchdog. If we can get around that, gamble responsibly, but might each way best bet of the night. Race 10, I'm with four, Little Tiger. Uh, race number 11, I'm tipping four, Zoe Bale. Um, I think the three will miss the kick, go to the rail. Zawi Bale can cross and lead. When she's getting out in front, she's running really good times. So um, close watch on the three. Obviously, if Kalinda Chips is close, it'll be hard to beat. And race 12, the last, I'm with number one, Trending Zari. Hunters, punting club. Punters punning club. Uh, obviously my best bet is going to be my punters punning club especially at the price. I'll have 20 a win 30 a place on race 9. Number 8, Little Critter. Let's hope that she can cross, and lead and go from start to finish. Gamble responsibly of course.
2: Inside Info
0: Inside Info. For what it's worth, Jason Adams has text through and he wants $50 on the beak of baby JC but it's now time to talk Inside Info and a trainer from country Victoria chasing his first city win is Ian Beating, and he's been good enough to jump on the pod. Ian, how are you, brother? And
2: um, Good there, James, yourself?
0: Yeah, I'm going well, mate. Hey, you've, uh, you've only been training for a few years. Uh, you've got a really, really nice youngster uh, in the kennel, Steal Your Style, who goes around at Sandown Park Race 3 Box 7 uh, tomorrow night, Thursday night. You must have been absolutely wrapped with that last start at Sheppard and Chasing Home Action Girl.
2: And uh, it was a pretty thrilling finish, that one, actually, mate. Um, It was good to see her actually draw a box, which we've had not much luck with her in that way. Um, And for it actually, they'd probably give Action Girl three lengths on the turn and go that close to nearly knocking her off. It was pretty satisfying, mate.
0: Mate, your involvement in uh, racing, can you tell me how it all began? I love the story of you going down to the pub, meeting a trainer and, we wind the clock forward a couple of years, and now you're, you're pretty much a full-time trainer. T- tell us the, the first introduction, I guess, of how you got the bug of greyhound racing.
2: Oh, I suppose it all started. I was working at Marrow at the time, and at, at working there with me was a lady called Cole Loomis. And they, they went down to the pub, and we usually had a drink on a Friday night. And Nicole's partner was Jason Weibrow and he got back to me a couple of months later and he had a couple of pups there and they turned out to be two dogs called Paint Pillar and American Missile who both went on to be very handy little dogs.
0: And mate, you then decided from ownership, having those first two greyhounds, which you had a, a nice amount of success in to then taking up training yourself and... Can, can you explain that and can you explain the challenges that are different? Obviously, being an owner in comparison to being a trainer, where you've got to do, I guess, all of the work and, and get the greyhounds up and going.
2: Uh, well, yeah, when, when you move into the trade and you, you realise how much time everyone puts into it, effort everyone puts into it, because she is pretty much just a full time job. But uh, it's something you've got to enjoy and love to do. And actually, it's something I really enjoy.
0: And mate, you, you came from a racing background. You used to ride track work. Were you ever actually a jockey in races?
2: No, I never rode in a race or anything like that. Just rode track work. My brother, brother's been a jockey all his life, so I rode track work for about 16 years, I think it was.
0: And is there any... I've had a chat to a few former jockeys who have then made the move to, to, uh, to greyhound training. Have you been able to use anything from the days of working amongst the stables doing track work to then being able to use on the greyhounds that you train now? Any training techniques?
2: Ah, uh, uh, not not really. They're very they're very very different. I reckon in that in the, in the way you sort of train them. You know, but as far as far as looking after them, they're very similar. I think when it comes to the injuries and it comes to the feeding them, you know, is just making sure they get the good feed and the right supplements.
0: Let's talk racing this week. At, the, at uh, this week at Sandown Park, drawn race three, box number seven, steal your style. Obviously a tough assignment. I reckon you would have been cursing when the draw came out, uh, coming up with box number seven, because if she draws one, two or three, I think off that run at and she'd almost be favourite. How do you see the race playing out and where do you want her to get to from box seven in order to try and, and bring home that city win? I oh, said, so
2: like, your race at Sandown or Meadows, you really needed that clear run going into that first turn, so... Hopefully she can get a little bit of a cart across and find that fence just before the first turn, and then from there she should be a chance. But if she finds trouble going to that first turn, no, you could be too far far behind to make up that ground.
0: What's the what's the dream for you, mate? In, in greyhound racing, what races do you want to win? Have you got a, a long term plan?
2: Um, mate, look at this stage, mate. I have never got that far where I've actually dreamed of winning any big races. Like, mate, I'd be happy happy just to take out take take out a city race at this stage.
0: Well, Mate, things are looking up. You're not far away from that city race, so good luck on Thursday night. We appreciate you coming on the pod. Is there any other greyhounds in the kennel that we should black book as a, a nice one coming through?
2: Um, I've just taken over another you know, another one for Andrew Paris Davis, who um, has uh, given me steel the stole the trade. He's just given me another young one called My Own Voice, who I've got high hopes for.
0: Well, mate, he's in the black book. Don't worry about that. Good luck with my own voice. Good luck with Your style and, and good luck with everything moving forward. We're cheering for you.
2: No worries. Thanks, senator James.
0: And that's all for this podcast of the Greenlight on Premier Racing podcast. Don't forget a big one coming out for Saturday night. Myself and Corey Smith pulling apart the meeting at the Meadows for the heats of the Silver Chief. Until then, safe travelling and as always, happy punting.